And uh, there's no more mutes, so you should be able to hear me now. So while systems are operating, I know you only see the black screen right now, but that's because I'm still putting my shirt on, because that's what happens sometimes when you try and get stuff going. In the meantime, I'd like to wish uh, Johnny B out there happy birthdays. Anyone else out there have birthdays? We'd like to let you know. We don't want to leave anyone out off the bus, but uh, our own Johnny B is uh, born. He was born on this day. Who will remember? We'll say thank you for being born, Johnny B. Johnny be born today and... He had a lot to say, cause we're singing happy birthday, yeah. There we go. You guys can hear me, right? Uh, you can hear me, right? Uh, leave it off. Uh, okay, you're not muted. Thank you. Um, Sprechen Sie Deutsch through. Yes. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Moth, you are. You are. Uh, man, I. I Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish the airship was faster. I wish we would, we could do the show in the same barn, uh, barn, uh, or castle. I'm flexible anywhere between barn and castle, right? You know, any of those things are fine. So, uh, there's no more slur and it's freaking me out because I changed this setting and uh, I think the reason why there's no more slur really does mean I have no way of monitoring what you guys hear, which I think is part of why I asked that. But anyway, good morning. Uh, happy Friday, all. It's really good to see everybody. I've really been just really looking forward to drinking some of this coffee, but I know that I have to stop talking while I'm drinking the coffee. I don't. Let me see if I can do this. So today's temperature is... No, I can't do both. I'll, I'll work on it. Um, I'll work on it. So, uh, my sidekick, Chuck Mole, is in the house. Hello, everybody. Hello. Anyone want to volunteer for 5-5? Five five? I was told by one of the viewers here, one of the viewers said, that that they they were concerned about the legal ramifications of someone coming to five five that they thought I might get arrested for performing a a ritual sacrifice and I'd like to say that uh, this kind of religious uh, insensitivity is very prevalent in today's world and it's something that we all must work. To fight. Yeah. Yeah. And if any of you think the two consenting adults agreeing to have one's heart. there uh, Again, I said if you're an organ donor, I literally said that the requirement to, to help with the chalk mole. That, that the requirement to do that. Okay, I need to fix my puppet. I need to fix... My puppet because I am talking too fast. Yeah. Let me see if I can look down at my belly. Hey, I if I would just talk slower. 
Yeah. Lay. Hey. There you go. Anyway, I, I, I need to work on the puppet. I do. I do. I do. But thanks for being here, Chuck Moe. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Um, so what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because uh, this seriously, if I had to talk that slow, I don't think I could ever get this uh, the story out. So uh, one of our viewers had had uh, was expressed some uh, legal ramifications of me going to prison for murder. It was called murder. And uh, I really need you guys to hear this very clearly. Uh, one, you're, you're an organ donor. You, you've agreed that your organs can be donated to someone. I think that's step one of participating in this ceremony. Some of you may have no idea what I'm talking about. Let me quickly get you caught up. The Aztec epic, the uh, Age of the Sun, uh, was said to occupy the length of time it took for Venus and the Sun to to both complete one complete cycle. This cycle is roughly, it's not roughly, this cycle is 52 years. There are also, the Aztec have purposely uh, crazy days, literally chaos days, days of chaos that are not included in this mix, but that after the 52-year cycle, the Venus returns to the same spot that the sun returns. It's a remarkable uh, thing. And this Venus, Quetzalcoatl, the Lucifer, oh my God, the Lucifer returns after 52 years. And on that ceremony, the Aztecs would mar mark that occasion by, by uh, sacrificing a very special ceremony the, some of these sites, this wasn't a singular event. This was a uh, bioregional uh, occurrence. And that the, the sacrificee ha has spent all year as the one who will be sacrificed. And they are paraded through. They go on tour. They get a lot of booty. Guys, if you're an organ donor... And you're looking for some booty. Hit me up in the comments. And that that for a year, these people were were heralded through every village in town. They were uh, fed. They were uh, you know considered the life of the party. Literally the life of the party. And it was a contract in which the person, the the organ donor, at the at the end gives the priest the right to take his organ donation, his heart. And the priest, uh, on top of a very special, special mound in, southern, in, in the southern end of, of, of what I believe uh, you could call Mexico City, however, at the south end of that, there are two converging uh, valleys. And at the cradle of those hands right there, is one of these more famous mounds where this, this event would take place. And the sacrificer is laid on uh, something similar to the Chakmol. Keep in mind, Chakmol is, I'm Mayan. Don't call me Aztec, because someone will say, actually, I'm Mayan, not Aztec. But the principle is the same. 
that the victim is laid. This you can just stop calling a victim. See, I'm falling for the same trap. I'm falling for the same trap. We'll talk about the victimization again. But the point is, is that uh, to catch you up, because I'm not doing a good job catching you up. You, you are, uh, your chest is opened, your heart is removed. But uh, while while every other village is waiting, all the villages have gone dark. The only fire allowed. As far as the eye can see, is this organ donation platform. It's the only fire allowed. And the light up there is used to open the heart and to build and construct a new fire inside the chest of where that heart used to be. And when that fire was lit inside the chest, if that fire was lit inside the chest, if that fire was taken down by torches and spread like veins and you could you could see this ritual happening from the air you would you would see the mound and you'd see these little pillars of fire these lava of fire as these runners were were taking the message of this new fire back to their village a sacred fire all the fires had been extinguished all of the rocks had been removed from the hearth the hearth had been destroyed any kind of pottery all the all the the, the tools used to feed most of your clothing was destroyed. Every part of who you were had to be destroyed to make room for the new earth, the new sun, the new form of consciousness. So on 5-5, five five, there happens to be a 52-year cycle return of that. And I don't know if it would be murder. We live in a world where we think it's a crime for you to try and take your own life. That is a, I think it's, literally I think it's a felony to help someone or aid in a bed or not stop someone. It depends on the state. But there are penalties, and you yourself, if you were caught, you can actually be convicted of trying to kill yourself. And the people concerned in the comments saying that I would be committing murder, I don't, I do, I would not be committing murder. I would not be, because I would trust the sovereign person's ability to show up on five five. To sign, if you can sign a waiver to donate your organs then why can you not sign a waiver to end your life? Why are we considering that humane to say, yeah, man, you can, you can do, believe in freedom, but you can't take your own life. I believe in freedom, but you can't take your own life. You can't do that. That's, that's dangerous. You could get hurt, which means that it's not about freedom. It's about not getting hurt. You don't want freedom. You want to not get hurt. You don't want freedom. You want to not get hurt. Anyone who's asking for freedom is asking to not get hurt. It's the land of insurance. Land of free is I need insurance that I will be uh, held to zero account for any of my obligations. That's literally what freedom means is I would like to not be responsible. This is why the word sovereign is so important. It's why some of you understand and get this. In fact, if you donate your organs to 5-5, five five, you, you, 
you don't even have to buy a ticket. I, I think actually by contract, you're going to have to pay a dollar. Because I heard it's like, if you say, hey, are you a cop? They have to tell you. And if, and if you, if someone gives you a dollar, then you're like legally immune from all, all transactions. But seriously, this is a flaw in our society. This is a flaw that we have it set up to where it is illegal and that, and that one should be convicted of murder when two sovereign adults agree to have a sovereign exchange of organs. It's a sovereign exchange of organs. It's a transaction. Do you, do you understand how, how, what a huge difference that is between freedom and sovereignty? This is why I've been arguing lately sovereignty is symbiosis. Sovereignty is symbiosis. When one wants to be sovereign, one wants to be symbiotic. One doesn't want to be free from limitations. You realize that the artist, the painter, is in direct passion with the limitations. They're in passion with it. Otherwise, you'd see the painter going, yeah, the canvas is so flat, it's so square, and I made a round canvas, but it doesn't feel better because it still has an edge. Painting sucks. I wish I was free. I wish I was free. And so what does the painter do? The painter stops painting to become free. A sovereign painter, that's a different story. The sovereign painter, the sovereign painter's like, James, you want to take a cup of coffee, a drink, but you, you have to stop talking. You cannot stop talking until you give something where the people can reflect on long enough to give you the excuse to drink the coffee because otherwise you will drink it too fast and you will slurp it and then that will be bad and you will not enjoy the whole process. This is the art of conversation when you haven't had your coffee yet because you were up really late. Editing videos. Mm. Ah, think about that, my friends. Man, that was a good sip. See, it felt good to tell you that. It felt good to uh, consensually, symbiotically create a moment there where we could sacrifice just a minute or two so I could drink a cup of coffee. You know? Yeah, I don't think we can free ourselves from belief systems, though. I mean, I, I don't mind the semantic difference at all, uh, JJ Recon. But uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't think the, the goal of freedom is to, is to be free from our belief systems either. And I don't think that we want to create a system where beliefs are not expensive. I don't want to live in a world where beliefs aren't expensive. I like the world that has certain beliefs that are expensive because it's the only way that show shows me kind of the the true character of who someone is. I have a lot of arguments around here about what the word authenticity means. And I'm certainly not here to dictate uh, that this is the only uh, definition. But when you really look at the picture of what a facade is, a human is allowed to have a facade. A face is allowed to wear makeup. The body's allowed to wear clothes. And your authenticity is certainly uh, broadcast through your fashion choices, all the things that you do. 
you could say were authentic. They were authentic facades. You see how that works? So you can't even say authentic means the opposite of facade. You can't do that. But still, we, trace, we, ch we chase this word. We chase this word because it's important. And, and, and I think that if you really want to understand the definition of authentic, you would only be able to see it from a cosmology of the self out. Of the self out. And this comes back to the idea that you would not want to eliminate your beliefs. That your authenticity would be how many of these beliefs were picked by you. How many of these beliefs did you thoroughly witness, investigate, and determine whether or not they fit who you are? There is uh, Johnny B's birthday. Johnny B has a family member that is a young man who's strappingly trying to please a woman that's rebuked him in his life. And through the rebuke, he's decided to show loyalty to her. And he invigorates her at every occasion despite her lack of loyalty for him. And he thinks if I just keep showing her over and over how loyal I am, she will magically value that trait. Now that is, in my opinion, a lack of authenticity, even though it is who this person is, but the young man requires having this false passenger embedded in their psyche for the sole purpose of him discovering, you are not who I am. And this is the purpose of women to men, the purpose of women to men, is men need to be cracked open in a very deep, profound way. And jobs, our work doesn't do that. The problem with our work is that the strife is always, always equivalent to what we get out of it. And so man can work his ass off and never find vitriol. There's no vitriol in sweat. Sweat is good. Sweat is beautiful, right? There's no vitriol in that. Vitriol is a deeper kind of concern. It, 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 it's, uh, it would be the same as if assuming that evil, the most evil thing in the world would be something that would cackle and laugh at you and, and follow you around everywhere and look for you to fail simply so it could laugh. And that wouldn't be evil. That would be obsession. That would be love. Would be a occulted version of love or a below the ecliptic version of love, I should say. Right? And our authenticity is actually directly determined by our ability to our desire to want to mine who we are. We we don't pull gold from ourselves. We fucking turn shit into gold inside of ourselves. We don't pull it from ourselves, we create it. And just like chewing and gnawing on the pearls, right? You find that spot and you think, holy shit, this is the greatest news in the world. What is it, Reggie? I just found a grain of sand. Oh my God. Dude. You're pregnant. 
Oh my God, you're right. I am. I'm pregnant. I'm going to give birth to a pearl. I just felt the sand kick. And all that's vitriol. That's grit. Right? Now, if the oyster itself, check it out. <clears throat> if the oyster itself could sell its own pearl, if the oyster could like could like uh, trade this pearl for, for all the riches in the world, right? Or if other oysters would be like, oh my God, look at the pearl on that one. It wouldn't be vitriol because what the oyster is producing is sweat and it's paying off. This unrequited love, the key is unrequited love. The key is to be let down in the deepest, most profound way that has nothing at all to do with the amount of effort, loyalty, reverence, skill, wisdom, patience that you bring. A woman is able to penetrate all five of those things in a man if she's effective and to completely rebuke and destroy and break that man like a wild stallion. And this breaking is actually a turning point. It's a crossroads for that man. Does the man stay tame? Does he live in the manger, the stable of the woman who will constantly probably fucking resent him for being so easy to tame? Or does he find which parts of himself are authentically who he is? And he finds this out by deciding which of these parts he literally was willing to gnaw off of himself in order to survive. Loyalty, in Johnny's friend's case, loyalty is something that's not serving this person, his loyalty to someone else, right? He's lacking the loyalty to himself. His loyalty is inverted. He finds the authenticity, right? He turns that vitriol into himself and literally chops off that tentacle, becoming more authentic. The non-authentic man is not someone who lies. No, no, no. The non-authentic man is someone who's mushy. Every part of them is mushy. Right? So authentic doesn't mean to lie. It doesn't mean to lack a facade. It means to lack, uh, uh, lack a hull. To lack a hull. And there's a safety in being an invertebrate. 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 Yeah, there's a safety in being an invertebrate. There literally is a safety in not having a spine. You can fit into the tiniest spaces. You can fit it into the smallest crevices and hide. Right? Growing a spine is an expensive, expensive thing. Am I speaking from personal experience? Of course I am. Are you kidding? Holy shit. Jenny Frankenberg? Oh, God bless you. Fuck, man. Just crushed me. It had nothing to do. I was like, I was like grade A quality boyfriend then. I'm telling you. Grade A. It's like I had all the stuff going for me. In, in high school, all of the, the check boxes were ticked, right? Everything was in line, right? 
And and out of that whole horizon, she's the only one in that school that's like, I could fucking break that guy. And 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 those of you who are still in the pool of everything's good or evil are going to be like, oh, so he thinks evil, evil uh, women are evil. No, you don't understand. I'm telling you how important women are. I'm telling you how important. I'm getting you to stop thinking about sacrifice as a form of murder or self self annihilation is something that should be illegal or that learning learning which parts of us we should save right are worthy of who we are yeah I, I I think I think men are there to do the same thing for women. Don't 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 go all Lilith on me, you know. I'm not I'm not trying to say that that women are bad. Are you kidding? I th- I think women are one of the most vorpal blades in the world. It's a beautiful flower. It's amazing, really, it really is. Um, there's this uh, rumor, and since November. And some people were terrified. Some, literally, someone very famous was terrified at the idea that there, the threat that there could be a sarcophagus at 5-5. Five five. And I think this is related to the idea that <coughs> signing, <coughs> excuse me, signing an organ donor card Showing up in Rhode Island, having your chest opened by a willing volunteer and having your heart removed and having a small campfire built inside is wrong. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a level there. I get it. There's a threshold where you're like, I don't know if I like this idea. But before that threshold is the idea, wait, but there's going to be a sarcophagus there. There's a lot of fright about that. Literally fright, paranoia and fright. And what started as a thought is an idea. Um, Once I realized how much shame and fear was around the idea of a sarcophagus, which just I got to be honest, it kind of threw me off. I was like, when did a sarcophagus become a crazy thing? I knew that I had to make one. I knew that we had to bring one, I should say. And the Vitriol Orchestra, something I've talked about, has uh, assembled. We have a crack team working all over the world right now on 5-5. And only one of the, one of many things that are going to be there. It had to be there. You remember me back in November, if you were listening to me then, we called it, we, we codenamed it the, 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 the Crosophagus. And it, and it brought so much concern about the image of being associated with, with a sarcophagus. And so I took that vitriol and I said, I'm going to make a pearl out of that. That's what I did. It's really the only reason why I think we, we went with this. And, uh, so I want to show you some progress and I want you to really consider that, uh, five, five is going to be something special. You're going to want to come to that. It's in Rhode Island right now. 
Tickets are still at the third tier early bird price. That will not last forever. This is probably actually not probably. This is your only chance to get get tickets for under a hundred dollars. Is 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 now. It's really the only only time left. So, um, as things as we start to show you more of what this orchestra has put together, I am only one of many. Uh, I think you're gonna be like, holy shit, we gotta we gotta go to this thing. You should hear music. I'm gonna be quiet now. Hey, popping like I'm post to. Watch out for the people that ain't close to. Speak a little something you could toast to. I ain't trying to hear about what you won't do. Moving like I'm into. Hit the ground running like the rent do. Speak a little something that you're into. I ain't trying to hear about what you been through. Like, hold up, hold up. Say what's the hold up. I got that pack who got the roll up. I'm trying to pull up. It seems like every time I show up, it gotta go up. See the drip, they see the glow up. Oh, now they know us. See, it's funny how my pockets out of shape, but I fit for the flex. Clear the phone call, hit my chick with a text. Parlay through the bird with my drip from the checks. Save a couple hundred by your bitch with the rest. I prefer my reefer with Henny and Coke. Please don't be stingy, got plenty to smoke. Show up and act up and back to the crib. I do not stun, I just rap what I live. Seem like they doing the most for the clout. Did what I said so they know what I'm about. Show up and act up and back to the crib. I do not stun, I just rap what I live. Winning like I ought to. I ain't wanna do it, but I got to. Smoking what my doctor told me not to. Got these niggas wishing they was hot too. Balling like I need to. Got my exes wishing for a redo. Smell the marijuana when I speed through. Hit her with a tip, that's a preview. Hold up, wait up, bitch, get your weight up. Shit, get your money, not your hate up. Boy, draw a play up. I flip my wrist, this shit a lay up. She wanna lay up. I gotta get it, I'ma stay up. I'm all the way up. I got my pay up. I ain't playing with you hoes, I'm a coach now. Commentating niggas do the most now. I be somewhere booted with my toes down. Made a baby today with her nose down. I prefer my reefer with Henny and Coke. Please don't be stingy, got plenty to smoke. Show up and act up and back to the crib. I do not stun, I just rap what I live. Seem like they doing the most for the clout. Did what I said so they know what I'm about. Show up and act up and back to the crib. I do not stun, I just rap what I live. It is time to open the sarcophagus. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. <clears throat> Not only are we looking for an organ donor, please let me know. Uh, by the way, it, it really needs to be heart. Uh, some of you have already reached out and said that you 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 give a kidney. Uh, some of you have offered a liver, which I think is hilarious. Thank you. Shout out to Prometheus. I really appreciate some of you who've uh, offered livers. And, and I don't mean to sound uh, unthankful, although we do have a potlatch table. So if you want to bring liver, you can do that. But but specifically for this ceremony, it's going to have to be a heart. So, But, but if you want to do that, if you want to participate... Uh, we, we, have a, we have a place for you. And, and, right, 
right? And do you want to uh, do you want to tell him Chuck Mole? And and every volunteer gets a free burial in the sarcophagus. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta make that puppet faster. That is, that's just not gonna work, right? He'd have to be like this really slow, like, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, the uh, sarcophagus that you see now is uh, just the rough stage. I'm testing glue right now. Uh, I got to bind those layers together, and then I can carve it where it's a little bit thinner. And then you can uh, fiberglass that bitch. And after it's fiberglassed, then uh, it will be suitable for burial uh, in a location, which uh, which you'll find out about. So there you go. So uh, um, I would volunteer if the plane ticket was paid for. Well, then that wouldn't actually be volunteering, would it? That would be like, hey, I'll... I'll I'll help if you buy me a plane ticket. That's like that's like an exchange, right? You get it. I hope you guys understand that, right? That that's the it's an exchange. There's nothing wrong with exchanges. Exchanges are great, man. Let's barter the shit out of things, right? I'm bartering with your witness right now. Thank you for your witness, right? But it's interesting how we think about these things. What the word volunteer means is different kind of thing. But those of you who want to be on the vitriol orchestra, uh, there's it's a lot of work. It's mostly work. It really is. It's mostly, mostly work. Ah, oh, thanks, uh, Fun With Rolling. See, I, it's a free exchange. This is an exchange. It's not a volunteering. Uh, fun With Rolling, we are exchanging, right? It's a witness, the whole, you, you get it, anyway. Um, th- this uh, opportunity uh, for creativity is not for everyone. Being on the Vitriol Orchestra is, uh, it's really a place to just burn calories, fruitless calories, right? Fruitless until 5-5, five, five, and then you'll see if they pay off or not, right? It's what it makes it a magical ceremony. That's what I'm doing. I'm putting a show together, a live show. I'm doing a live show right now, but you guys don't, 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 maybe don't appreciate that I don't actually do this in front of a live audience. I know there are numbers there. The chat certainly helps, but to actually be in a human energetic room, that's a big deal. I'm looking forward to that. I want to there to be certain things there that uh, stimulate the senses in ways that uh, have never been stimulated before. So, yeah, you should consider that. 5-5, five, five, come to 5-5, five, five, there's tickets. Get your links there. Check it out. Um, <clears throat> and see what the Vitriol Orchestra comes up with. We just uh, expanded our, I think it's going to be two days now, not just one. My show will be on Friday night, 5-5. Five, five. That's why we're calling it 5-5, five, five, May 5th. It's in Providence, Rhode Island. Don't ask me where in Rhode Island in the sense of so you can determine how long it is because, you know, Rhode Island's very small. So really, you can just say Rhode Island, and, and it, but it's in Providence. But, you know, I don't want you to be like, oh, well, if it was in Western, if it was in Western Rhode Island, I can make it. But holy shit, it's like, what, 15 minute drive across Rhode Island? I can't, I can't, I can't go to Eastern Rhode Island, James. I can only go to Western Rhode Island, right? Are you crazy? Someone correct me. Prune my lips if it's more than 15 minutes. Maybe it's 17 minutes across, right? Isn't that how far Rhode Island is across? Yeah. Come to Rhode Island. It's it's free. If you donate your heart, that part, 
okay, we'll give you a free. Okay, Chuck Moll's telling me that that uh, that he will pay for your. There's a miracle ticket if you wanna if you wanna give your heart for the ceremony. It'd be a pretty pretty dope ceremony. You gotta admit, people be like, yeah, I went to five five. Freaking dude had his heart pulled out under consent. Had his heart pulled out under consent. Had a fire built inside his chest. That fire, I lit this cigarette with it. Yeah, and I don't even smoke. There's some vitriol, my friends, right? Can you picture? You don't even have to picture. We still do this now. We still do this now. We do this sacrifice stuff all the time. People are always like, James, why do you glorify Aztec culture? You know why I glorify Aztec culture? It's because Aztec culture is pointing to American culture saying, this is exactly what you guys are doing. We just don't wear costumes. We don't have facade around it, right? Thalak, the Democrats, right? Uh, shit. Some fucked up name, right? The Republicans, the, the two guys, the red and the blue, the blue guy, the fire god and the war, I mean, the uh, yeah, war god. And what happens every every day, every year, right? A bunch of, of, of natives, of local Aztecs, are paraded up the pyramid and sacrificed, human sacrifice. Not the new, new fireway I'm talking about. It's a very specific ceremony, right? Building the, the fire in the chest, that was made special, right? But even the heart, even the organ donation, all that was normal. I'm not glorifying it. I'm telling you this is what we have now. We just say thank you for your service, and we, don't want to, we just don't see it. We don't see the body being thrown off the pyramid. We don't see that. Just like we don't see, you know, everyone's like, oh, we're so much better because we're Christians now and we're Zionists and we're just so much better because we don't have the ball God. And, and, and meanwhile, you're literally paying taxes into a society that gives money for a large incinerator designed specifically for prenatal children. And the same people that are telling you, well... Yeah, I'm a good Christian now. Thank you for your service. Uh, thank you for your service. Oh, God. Uh, uh, man, anyone who's not a Christian is like an evil pagan. You, you were the one who's actively giving silver every day to pay for a giant incinerator that has purely been built for the removal of a prenatal body that was not done under consent. Weird how I'm the one who's all like, James, you're doing something that's murder because two people consented to give their heart. But meanwhile, let's pay taxes to build another incinerator so we can say thank you for your service yet again. Tell me how good you are. Tell me how good and moral you are in this beautiful menagerie you've painted before you, right? I have a ticket, but I don't want to vax. There's no, yeah, you don't, you, there's no, none of that. Oh, I see. Some of you are worried about crossing the border. Is that it? I, that's legit, uh, freaking legit vitriol there. And I, I don't even think it's acceptable to say, oh, you can get a doctor's note. Are you kidding me? We're not fucking children. That's a tough one. That is. That is a tough one. By the way, uh, you may have noticed in that film uh, that that sarcophagus was full of like light, like like some of the brightest light you've ever seen. We've been experimenting um, to find light that intense requires uh, a crack team of of uh, workers 
that are uh, uh, jacking off Care Bears. And the seed of light from the Care Bears is uh, placed into the bowl, the manna, the bowl of manna. Um, and uh, that, that puts off a lot of light. I can't believe how much light Care Bear Spooge puts off. It's, it's intense. And so if you're just wondering what, what caused that bright light, it was that. It was all under consent, by the way. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. All of those Care Bears signed waivers with their little bear hands. They signed them. It was all complete. They actually liked it. They're, they're, they've actually come back. They've been like, can, can we... Can we do? Can we donate some plasma again? We're like, no, no, that was a one-time thing. That was, yeah. Don't don't look in the light. Yeah, yeah. The things we will do for five five, all under consent, every bit of it, all of it. You know, I, I'm picturing that there's going to be someone out there that's like going to be, oh, let's let's YouTube how to how to sculpt XPS foam, honey. And they're like, okay, let's do that. So they're like, oh, XPS foam sculpting. And they're like, oh, look, here's a guy that's making a sarcophagus out of XPS foam. We should, we should watch that channel and see what technique he's using. Oh, wow, he's got a video. It's really speed. You know, we should probably subscribe just because he might be doing more XPS foam tips tomorrow. And now they're listening to this live stream right now. Kids are probably in the room. I'm literally describing Care Bear Spooge as the source of the sarcophagus light. This is why. This is why I'm not in the big leagues, friends. This is why, right? And I just well, I want you to know, I fucking love it here. This is the Galilee, if that makes sense. This is the place where, the hobos, the pirates, the whores. No offense, the Magdalene's, God bless them. I mean, I mean the respectful word, right? The sacred horse, the gamblers, right? All of you guys are in Galilee, and I like it here. That's why we have 19,000 subscribers, and we've literally been there for like years, right? It's because of the Care Bears pooch. That's really... I, it's the only thing I can think of. It's not my dancing. We clearly know that. It's clearly not the dancing, right? <laughs> when you jack off a Care Bear, avoid the Care Bear stare. It'll capture your soul. It's part of the Care Bear mating ritual. But humans can't take it. I think he's right, you know? The feral is uh, uh, an interesting place to be, so. So, yeah. Yeah, if we had an airship, see, if, if if more people would uh would join Patreon, we could build an airship. Just saying, just saying. But uh, yeah, if you guys uh, likes watching the uh, behind the scene videos like that, uh, uh, be helpful if you maybe commented on that video, and uh, you know we'll try and do more. Um, but it was fun. It was fun. You know, I thought about showing you that live, but I I really think uh, when I'm Oh, you mean maybe you mean five five? But uh, anyway, it cutting the phone takes like a long time. You're just like, does this does this sound like fun if we were to do this live? 
that's what it sounds like. And then you're like, okay, there's one piece. So it, it definitely takes a lot longer. That was at 1,600 times speed. Most of those clips were in there, just so you know. We have Airship today at 1230. It's a great place to come and meet friends. It's a great place to ask questions. Some of you may have questions about the whole Care Bear thing. That would be completely understandable. One of those questions actually came in, which is a pretty pretty good one, which is the James, which stream was it that you talked about the fields, the fieldings, right? All the fields and stuff. And, you know, the thing, it's a great question. And I could not find that. It's not that the stream is not there, but when I talked about this, it was such a long time ago that it was before I was uh, doing, like, keeping track. It was back in the day when I thought for sure any any minute you guys were going to, like, stop watching me. And so uh, I really wasn't, like, keeping slides or anything else like that. And um, this, whoops, that's me. I need to get this thing here. This uh, chart was something that that I used, and this is really what you're asking about. And since I don't really have like a really good stream, I mean, there there could be a stream, and someone could recommend one in the in the comments. That would be fine too. Um, but I couldn't find one readily. And the feelings, if you, if you stop calling them feelings and you start calling them fieldings, I think that you would start to understand energy better. That you don't have feelings, you have fieldings. Whoa, 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 fieldings. Whoa, 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 fieldings. If, if, if you know that song, and I'm not butchering it too bad, that, that might help you remember it. Because most of us live in a society where we think that, okay, the feeling must be uh, absolved. I have a feeling. Oh, well, please come inside. Sit down. Nurse, give me uh, give me two fielding packs, stat. Okay, so tell me about this fielding. My fielding is sad. Oh, well, we got to fucking make that better. Here's Hong Kong, Kong. Here's a clown nose. I wong, 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 right, and all this stuff. And that's not why they're there. Feelings are not there to be fixed, absolved. Feelings are there to be felt. Felt. So why would you want to feel something, especially if it's uncomfortable, James? Wouldn't feelings just get in the way? And that's what a hypothetical prison sounds like. But the feelings, the fieldings you have are a diagnostic device that your your body is a diaphragm. When I say diaphragm, some of you might think about like a female contraception device, which, which is, you know, that's fine. But, but really diaphragm is like because now everyone's thinking about that because i just said it so maybe i just shouldn't have said that but when i say diaphragm i want you to know that every speaker and every microphone has a diaphragm a diaphragm inside it's just a membrane and that membrane is is just stretched it's a stretched drum right it's just a canvas drum that's that's receiving a signal and that that you have 
several diaphragms wrapped around your body, and these diaphragms are toroidal fieldings. They're toroidal fieldings. And if you've seen my intro, you've seen some graphics where I've shown you this idea that this toroidal thing, it starts in your mouth and it ends in your anus. There's, there's your, that's the inside of your torus, right? Your entire mucous membrane is your genitals. Everything you swallow when you eat is just going inside your torus. And inside this torus is generating all of these different fieldings around you. And having the different fieldings allows you to sense seven different signals coming from the same source or what you thought was the same singular source. And how could you have a fidelity of seven different fieldings existing in the exact same source and that source not even being tangible or seeable? It is tangible, forgive me, but seeable. You cannot perceive this. You cannot see these fieldings. You have to field them. And so these feelings are not meant to be absolved. These feelings are meant to be understood as diagnostic devices, sonar, that you use to read your world. You guys following me? These things are giving you insight in the deepest, darkest caves, under the deepest, darkest water that's never been explored. Your feelings are there, and they're giving you a diagnostic and these different layers that you have are giving you different aspects of the diagnostic. Most binary people, most people that, are, that have not bloomed consciousness, will think that dilation and sexual fielding is the same. That someone, if someone is, is excited, then it must be because they're sexually attracted. This happens a lot when you have a man and a woman that dilate each other and they're not sure if it's because they're sexually actually attracted to each other or not. The stimulation comes in different levels. It comes from different parts. And until you're fully actualized, you may be jealous of, of your partner because your partner is finding certain dilation from other fieldings and you're mixing those fieldings up with these sexual fieldings. And I say you're mixing them up because you yourself are just as, if we're going to use the word guilty, as they are, because you are finding dilation in other people, but you understand it's not sexual. You understand that. You can be dilated by your grandfather, can't you? The stories, the things that your grandfather or your grandmother has done dilate you in a very specific way. A very specific way that a, a partner in love would not be able to understand directly. You could certainly have their own relationships. But they could not give you the same dilation that you receive from your grandmother or your grandfather. You have a task fielding that there's a calligraphy of your body. And when your body is practicing a calligraphy, it generates a certain field. And that field is giving you an idea of contentment about yourself. This is what we call finding something, find something to do. When you tell a child, find something to do, what you're asking them to do is move this feeling onto an activity with your body. Express, express something that brings you contentment. Otherwise, this fielding, this energy will be stuck and it will look for other places to go, such as a tantrum, your task will become what? The tantrum or 
I'm bored. That's a biggie. Right? When a child says, I'm bored. Or God forbid, when the teenager, when the tween is saying, everything sucks. Right? They're practicing shutting off their task field. They don't know it. They're not actively doing that. But that's really what they're doing. Their task field. But below the task field is your casual field. How do you carry yourself? What, 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 what is your attitude throughout the day? What is your general demeanor? See how different that is? You can be dilated by your, your task. I really fucking love licking these envelopes, said no one ever. But that task could be so stimulating that all the other problems, all the other fields that you have, what happens? Those become silent because this task is so dilating. The task field is so dilating. This is being a busybody. The busybody is hiding from the other fieldings, or they're just really, really into that task. It's hard to even determine which are the same. So you have your job, then you have your demeanor, you have your family, and you have your own ego. You have your own personal ego, your own personal sense of pride, of reputation, of self, the I am, the living I am. And our society, what does our society says? Our society says the fourth fielding is bad, and everyone needs to let go of that fielding. And when you watch soccer, when you watch any kind of sporting event, for those of you who believe or know whatever, whatever's real or not, when you engage in some kind of a sport, you're watching the egoic fields of everyone. Yes, they have tasks. Yes, they have the casual states. Yes, they have their ancestors, right? But it, deep at work is their own feelings of, of I am. And all these things are ruled by this base emotional field that there's a congruence what we typically call emotion really is just the conglomeration of all these fields and how they feel at the same time because we decided to put them all on the same screen but they don't have to all be on the same screen all of these fieldings is a different dimension and when you walk into the room you will see whose dimensions are on whose dimensions are off by looking at this egg this is a multi-luminous egg that's surrounding someone. It's aura. And I'm here to tell you that auras are real, that auras are fieldings, but here's the difference. You do not generate an aura. I generate your aura. I do not generate an aura. You generate my aura. That when you were in tune with Lemuria, when you have tapped into your body, when you have the best posture, you are feeling the cleanest you've ever felt. You are feeling the most uh, flow state you ever felt. You see auras in other people. You literally see them. You render them in your retinas. And you don't give credit to where it's due. You see them, and they're not just made up colors. Those colors are based on the amalgamation of all of these different fields, all of these different layers of who we are. Now, each of these fields has, just like any egg, just like any membrane, it's made up of two sides. Just like any wall has two parts, right? And the inside of the wall is your internal painting of your own fieldings. 
of what you think you feel, of what you insist you feel, of what, more importantly, what you insist you do not feel at any point in time. And you are melan- taking melanin, amnesia. You're taking the paint of amnesia and ignorance. Not the, not the bad word, but the ignorance of ignoring something. And you're painting the screen like a blonde, the blonde joke. Who, she, she goes up to the computer screen and she takes some white out or liquid paper and she smears the brush on the screen to say, well, I made a mistake. This is probably way too old a joke for most of you to even understand. But that we do the same thing. We blot out the inside of our fieldings, our shells, because we do not want to touch into our ancestor field. And, and, this is the symbiotic part. Da-da-da, here comes the symbiotic part. And the most important part is the outside of the wall, the outside of the shell, gets to be painted by the observer too. So no matter what you paint your field to be, no matter how cleared your field is, someone else has the ability to take amnesia and to wipe the screen with it. To say, I'm not going to see James's shoulder, so I'm just going to block there. I don't want to see his shoulder. Now I can deal with James, yeah. yeah. I got no problem with James. James is great. Oh my God, I don't like the shoulder there. And then we do the same thing. It's a two-way street. And this is why aperture is such an important word. Stop saying aperture. This is why aperture is such an important word. Because if you do not understand the importance of aperture, you are going to think and, and, and expect that the other person sees exactly the same things you do. And it's going to be impossible because of the beautiful intricacy of these fieldings. I am not trying to tell you that there are only seven fields. Don't go all note-takey on me. And think that, that these are the only fields, and if you memorize them, a fucking portal's going to open and you're going to win a special prize. That's not how this works. This is simply what compassion does. You, you paint with empathy when you see someone. You, you may decide that there, sh- there should be no emotional field. This makes no sense at all. There's only six fields. It doesn't matter. The truth of this is, is that there are going to be differences between these fields that are going to make sense to you, that are going to hit, and you're going to go, wow, that's interesting. And now you get to build your own framework. You get to, why? Because you are the one who builds the aura of someone else. You are the one that does that. You don't walk into the room and someone has their aura on. No, why? Because you are the one rendering that. And what are you rendering? You rendering, what did I just say? Their internal fields, the way they're painting their fields to be seen to you, and the way you painting the fields you see to them. Someone's intimidating. You might decide, oh, they're not trustworthy. But they could be intimidating for all seven of these reasons. All seven of these reasons could be the reason why they're intimidating, or only one out of seven, or two out of seven, or three out of seven, right? And one of you is going to be like, uh, I think that actually there's 13 fields, James. Uh, I think actually there's 13 fields, James. And uh, I, I disagree with your seven fields. I want you to disagree. I want you to disagree. I want you to build your own matrix map. And you, do, you don't do this on paper. Stop going to hypothetica. Stop going there. That place is bad for you. That place is never going to show you how to live in this world. Stop going to Hypothetica. Stop going to Objectivia and say, Oh, could someone tell me about objective morality so I can just obey and regurgitate what to do and then call myself moral because I obeyed and regurgitated? Stop fucking going there. 
the next time you're in the room with someone, you have the most fascinating, fascinating journey through their body language, their smell, their posture, their fashion choices, what they're drinking at the time. I've been told a few times that, that, that my witness is valuable. And I think that my witness is valuable because I find so much depth in the person I'm sitting next to. Sometimes I struggle with that. Someone's drunk. If someone's done a lot of drugs and it's been months and months and months and they haven't rebuilt up their Parthenium, I don't really feel so deep around them. They don't have that sacred Parthenia there, that kind of like, sorry, I'm being very judgmental, but I'm just trying to describe to you that most people, and I'm talking about the guy at the DMV, I'm not talking about, oh, only the people I call my friends. Stop that. (laughs) Everyone is your friend. Every single person is a white blood cell inside the same body. You're inside the same blood. You're inside the same body. Every one of them. Even the ones that you think are trying to kill you, even the ones that you think are hurting you. Guess what? There are certain things inside your body that are trying to kill other things inside your body. It's called a macrophage. You look it up. No, James. No, that's not true because germ theory is is bullshit. So there's no thing in the body that's ever trying to... Yeah, dude, you need to look under a fucking microscope. You need to look under a microscope right now and watch. Because the macrophage is literally just like... (laughs) Hello, Mr. Cell. And it literally just tears into and cannibalizes itself. And you know what? It should be that way. Look around, bitch. This is nature. Are we seriously pretending that this doesn't happen in the real world? Because this is what happens all around. That's why we're rendering the inside of our body on the outside. We're seeing it all. And we get to paint these feelings with the melanin to say, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to know my ancestor, says the unconscious man. I hate my ego. Do you realize when you hate your ego, when you're told to hate your ego, what are you doing? You're shutting off all your other fields. Because each of these are layered on top of each other. They're sheens. Most people don't know this. Most people think, well, yeah, you just paint depth with paint. You just take paint and you just paint it. And as long as you get the shade right, it shows depth. And actually, that's not true. It's not true. That only works in painting because you're looking at painting from excuse me, from a flat tangent. It's the only reason why. If you want to show depth, you are going to utilize something called subsurface scattering. Subsurface scattering. And what that is, is the same thing that happens in your eyes. I've said this before, but inside your eyes, the melanin that you see inside your eyes I mean, the, the color of your iris is, is all determined by a chemical called melanin, and melanin is all the same color. So why do your eyes different colors? Because of subsurface scattering. Light is allowed to come into, into an object and imbue it. You are imbued. Sorry, let me get funny, good, a good picture here. I need to... I guess I need to do this. Yeah. You are imbued with light. The skin is imbued with light. And that imbuing is subsurface scattering. The reason why skin looks the way it looks is not because it's a flat, permeable thing. No, no, no. The reason why it looks the way it looks is because there are pores 
literal pores that allow light to come into it. And this is very, very advanced. It's not as advanced anymore now, but this advanced form of rendering is learning how to accommodate subsurface scattering. The idea that light permeates into something, that it fills the skin, right? This is not really the same. How we see things isn't even accurate is what I'm trying to say. None of us see each other. What we see is that which is imbued with light. That's all. None of us see anything except for light. None of us see anything except for light. Do you understand? That that light has a vector. Oh God, James said vector again. I don't like this guy. He's talking word salad. That light has a vector. It has a direction. And when it hits your skin, it bounces. And then over times it bounces, it's directly proportional to the color that ends up coming out. The color, the texture of that is all based on the subsurface scattering. That's why. It's not even a fancy word. I know it just seems like it because it's new to you. Now I want you to take this idea of subsurface scattering and apply it to fieldings. Apply it to fieldings. Apply it to the same concept. And that light is simply a simplification of something far more profound. Right? Something far, far more profound. Source. Source. And that source is so complex, right? That the source is so complex that it comes at us in a singular... Uh, signal and we need the tools we we have and need we cannot we cannot understand the world without it that we have and need the tools in order to split this signal and to parse what's actually there that th these are fieldings Source is, is the white ray. And all of these emotional bodies, all of these emotional feelings are these colors. It's broken into dimensions. And what is that dimension? That's your pineal. That's your eye of Ra, if you haven't watched that stream. So if I'm explaining this enough, you, you maybe you don't need to watch another stream. Although I, I recommend it because it looks like uh, uh, the Mared Moth is, I mean, Shit Moth. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, has, has, uh, has put those in the comments. Um, but uh, this is a closer idea of who you are. You know, electric antenna receiving a uh, scalar wave, literally a scalar wave that you get to divide into as many dimensions as you want. Do you, do you realize that the first color that man was able to see, archaic man, was red? Red, most of your eye doesn't actually render color. It renders brightness. It renders brightness. And out of that brightness, something emerged called red. 
And do you know why that emerged? Because we were, we were sourcing heat. We were able to determine that, oh my God, heat. Red typically meant heat. It did. It typically meant heat. And we were seeing information of heat, but we didn't know how to render it in our eyes until our brain finally said, fucking render it. I, I demand that you create red here. And it did. In the very, very center part, a little brush was created. And this brush, these cones were, were inserted that allowed the pigments of light. And what do the cones do? But just bend the light. That's all they do is just bend it. There's no coloring. There's no pigment. There's not a glidden factory of color in the world, right? It's not that way. Profound stuff, I'm telling you, this whole world. And you're going to need a sarcophagus. You're going to need that. All right. Now, tonight, myself, Sark Stick, and Mo, Mo's coming back to High Magic tonight, and it's at an earlier time. An earlier time tonight. Uh, going on at 7 p.m. Katua. So check it out. Might enjoy it if you haven't checked out that show. Uh, get your 5 5 tickets. Thanks for uh, watching, and uh, um, yeah, I want to apologize to any Care Bear lovers out there, uh, but they consented. They fully consented, and don't give me no, but Epstein, Epstein's, te I don't want to hear it, okay? They consented. We're just going to leave it at that. You guys have a beautiful day. Uh, get your plus one. If you don't have an uh, invite to the airship, you can come. Probably going to have to jump into Telegram or something to get that, but everyone gets a plus one. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks for being here. i